and then we get like a an urgent email from our uh, athletic director Wood Seelig, and he said that just in an in like it, literally in an hour, everyone has to be on Zoom. We're gonna go out on the field. We're gonna score as many goals as we can. We're gonna have fun. Oh, Becchio, well placed. We've made it. This is the final installment of Retirement by Pandemic, the run-along miniseries focused on sharing the stories of athletes whose careers came to an end due to the spread of COVID-19. The focus of this last show is about more than one end. Yes, I'll discuss the end of an athletic career, two athletic careers actually, but the reason these two athletic careers finished when they did was the result of a bigger end the end of a program. Colleges and universities are places for learning, research, finding and exploring community, the list goes on. Colleges and universities are also businesses. And like any business during a pandemic that has choked the economy, they're looking to save money. Keeping the dynamic, appealing profile of these higher ed institutions intact has meant making hard decisions. Decisions like eliminating entire sports programs. University of Cincinnati men's soccer was one of the first to go. Their program was cut mid-April with the announcement making national headlines. D2 school St. Edwards University in Texas has cut six sports in the midst of this pandemic. The NCAA's move to do away with whole programs has caused enough concern around the country that a change.org petition has been started, hoping to spread awareness about saving sports. The very first program cutter, though, the university who kind of made it legit for other schools to consider slashing sports during a pandemic, was Old Dominion. On April 2nd, the school in Norfolk, Virginia, decided to do away with their 63-year-old wrestling program. Today on the show, two ODU wrestlers talk about the moment they were delivered the news and their time as members of what will now be known as the university's final wrestling team. First things first, though, folks, um, Dean and Luke Drugak are identical twins. So I'm with both of you right now? Yeah. How are we doing? Luke's here, too. So let's get the important things squared away before before really getting into the show. Who was born first? Oh, I was. My Dean. How much older is Dean? Uh, one minute. One minute? Do they feel each other's pain? We uh, get that question a lot, but typically, no. Did they have their own twin language when they were young? So we, like, we don't remember that, but our mom said, and, like, we have, like, videos of us, like, talking to each other, just, like, gibberish. But, like, I mean, I guess, like, in a way, like, we could just, like, look at each other and just, like, know what, like, we're, like, thinking or, like, what we're about to say. So it's, we can kind of just, like, go off that. And have they ever played a trick or gotten away with something by switching places? So, like, I ended up staying on campus, and then Luke didn't realize. Hopefully, like, the teacher doesn't listen yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm not a narc. All right, I think that covers it, mostly. Dean and Luke both started wrestling when they were very young, and they soon developed ambitions to compete at the college level. Once we got to high school, that's when things really got serious, and that's when we really were cracking down and, you know, setting goals early of, you know, wrestling in college, and especially 
you know, chasing that Division One level. At the same school. The two are close, and they come from a close family. So we kind of like put into consideration that if we were to split up, not only would it, like, make my parents upset just because, like, they kind of wanted us to see us, like, stick together, too, just because they knew that we'd probably be better off together, like, just having someone always there just to help each other out. But then also, like, if we were, like, both wrestling on the same, like, weekend, but, like, on different parts of the country, like, our parents then would have had decided, like, who were they going to go see that weekend? So we kind of, like, knew that we wanted to go together and just, just, like, pick the same school. They explored their options and ended up touring Old Dominion the beautiful campus and athletic facilities, the quality scholarship offer, an opportunity to study criminal justice in a great program, plus the chance to be a part of historic college wrestling lineage. You know, for us, it was almost like a no-brainer to pick ODU. Having your twin by your side as an athlete comes with some cool benefits. For one, wrestling together had gotten them to this spot, on the precipice of achieving their childhood goal to wrestle in college. Growing up, me and Luke wrestled each other, like, in, like, middle school and then even, like, in high school, like, we were drill partners just because, especially in high school, it was kind of like, and I, like, say this humbly, Luke was the best person in the room for me to wrestle. So, like, we it, like we were always at the same, like, clubs and stuff, so we'd pair up and, like, we I felt like we just kind of, like, made each other be- better. Mm-hmm. So, when we got to college, we did separate, like, we weren't, like, really allowed to drill together, like, our coach, like, had to separate, but, like, still just having, like, someone there that, like understands like what I go through every day just made it like feel like it was home you know what I mean like so so Luke if I ever had a problem I could just go to Luke and he would just know instantly how to like solve it and fix it and it's just kind of fun to say I think the coolest part about being a twin on the like old dominion is last year me and Luke both started so I always said and it was like so funny that because there's only 10 guys that wrestle at a time like for like the the wrestling uh, meets and so I said that we were like one fifth of a Division One uh, team. <laughs> so I just thought that was like so cool. But and my mom, she always gets a kick out of it. So she loves that. So Dean and Luke got three seasons of wrestling under their belt at ODU. Now cue the coronavirus in the USA, the nightmare that keeps on keeping on. As a winter sport. ODU wrestlers felt the effects of the NCAA's decisions on March 12th. We were out there wrestling, and and you know, our coaches called us in and told us right then and there that uh, they were deciding to cancel the, the, the NCAA tournament. That was the first blow for the guys. You know, we didn't make it, but, you know, I, I felt terrible for the guys who, you know, because we understand what it takes to get there, and for the time and the effort and just the, the hours and hours of work that, they put in and just not being able to go there and enjoy the moment um, and just see that work pay off. It just, you know, it was just heartbreaking to, to hear that they were going to cancel it. And then the second, something they could have never seen coming. Let's jump to, I believe it was April 2nd, if I did my research correctly. This shock announcement was made that the 63-year-old wrestling program at Old Dominion would be eliminated. Um, I was just, when I started seeing, you know, University of Cincinnati men's soccer was canceled, when when the whole programs were starting to get canceled, that was just something that came out of left field for me. But take us through that moment, and what were your initial thoughts when the news was delivered? Yeah, so actually, the, the, I think it was like on a Monday, 
and it was crazy because like the the day before was April four April first, so it was like April Fool's Day. Oh, so God. we all thought that it was like okay, like this is like so weird, like maybe like everyone's just playing a joke on us or or something. But so that day or that like kind of the week before, me and Luke we ended up going down to our house down in Virginia because we had to cut the grass just because we were worried that you know, the grass was getting too high and we might get like a, a nuisance or whatever. So we were home at this point for probably about like a, probably about like two or two or three weeks. So we knew we had to go back and get more clothes. Cause at that time, that's when like all the governors were like extending the quarantine. So we were back we cut the grass. I think it was like our second or third day back in uh, Virginia. And then we get like a, an urgent email from our, uh, athletic director Wood Seelig, and he said that just in an in like it, literally in an hour, everyone has to be on Zoom. So then, like we're all like, oh, like what's happening? Like maybe like our coach is like gonna get fired, or maybe Luke thought that because a lot of the guys that were still on campus that like didn't go home were still working out, and we thought that we were all gonna get yelled at for like going into the facilities, mm-hmm. even though they told us like not to. Because, like, how I guess they, we thought that they were going to be cleaning them or whatever. So then we're all in the Zoom meeting, and you could just tell, like, because we logged on, and there was people in there that, like, we didn't even know. Like, they didn't have their faces on there, but they had the names. And I'm like, all right, like, they, obviously that's not one of my teammates. Obviously that's not, like, anyone in the athletic department. So, like, it was, like, I guess, like, either, like, I'm not really sure, but it was, like, either they were lawyers or they spoke, it was someone. And so I'm like, all right, like, this is, like, getting, like, really serious. That if they have to, like, bring other people in to, like, listen in on this. And then our head coach walks in. And you can tell he's all upset. And then our head coach, actually, Coach Martin, starts talking first. And he's like, all right, guys, like, they have something important to tell you. So don't just listen and, you know, just be respectful. And then um, then the athletic director starts talking to us. And he just starts saying that because of the coronavirus and, um, they basically said that they were reviewing the athletic department for the past six months. And just because of the coronavirus uh, sped up the process that they were going to get rid of the wrestling program. And like, it's just a crazy experience because you're just there looking at like a five by six or whatever grid it was of all your teammates faces, just all like just going into shock and like, not like wanting to believe it. And I like, Obviously, everyone's, like, getting emotional. Some kids are getting upset just because, like, like getting mad because they just don't want to believe it. So then, you know, then they had some time for, like, questions. But everyone was basically just, like, in disbelief. Mm-hmm. Everyone was quiet. And then then a couple of the kids were asking about, like, all, like, obviously, like, the logistics. Like, more people were asking, like, why. And they just kept giving the same answer because of the coronavirus, because of, like, um, finances and to save like the athletic department as a whole they just needed to like do all that just to like save money and then other kids were asking about their eligibility and then like the whole transferring process so and after that it, it it went by pretty quick and then they basically just ended it and then we were just all just still shocked and just you know like how i said before it was just nuts that we had to do that on a computer like all like facing each other because like if we were in a normal room like we wouldn't be staring everyone in the face like we would probably be like mm-hmm. in chairs like all looking at the um ac- or athletic uh director where in this we're looking at like everyone's like faces right there so it was it was definitely a a wild experience
so Dean gave the little rundown what happened. I saw, you know, I'll, I'll give the little like personal feeling. It was just, it, it was just so hard to hear the news. You know, even you know, I had I had to get up a few times just get, you know, a drink of water just because I was like, I'm like, this ain't, this can't be happening. There's no way this is happening. We only had one more year of eligibility, one more year left of school, so we, you know, we were on the home stretch. We were we were preparing for our final season, and uh, for them just to tell us that we we weren't gonna have a program there next year, it was just, it's like. You know, in a sense, it was almost like a punch in the face because it was like, Jesus, you know, we put in all this time and all this hard work and, you know, all this effort into this school for four years and you're going to take our last year away from us. It was almost like, you know, they're robbing us of it. Um, you know, our assistant coach got on there and was just saying that, you know, he, it was an honor of him for coaching with us. And, and he was hard, he was having a little hard time getting the words out. Old Dominion Wrestling, 1957 to 2020. So in this uh, series, we focused on those collegiate student athletes whose senior years were ended by the spread of COVID-19. And like you guys talked about, the pandemic was a major catalyst and why this all went down at ODU. Um, but it has to be said that the end for you guys involved some different elements. First of all, you guys are juniors. That's, that's one difference. But um, the big one, it came down to this decision from, like you said, these sort of uh, faceless people on the Zoom call <laughs> um, that describes uh, the fi- the financial perspective, the the perspective of higher education as a business. So it really seemed, I mean, it's, it seems crude to kind of boil it down to this, but the quote-unquote value of wrestling as a sport um, at the collegiate level was weighed against the value of other sports at the university. So thinking about that, how did that dimension of it all affect how you guys took in the news and have come to terms with it? Yeah, so it's kind of a shock because I first want to say, like, I have nothing but respect for everyone at Old Dominion because, I mean, we are, we're fortunate enough to have a really good relationship with all the administration and everyone in the athletics department. But it kind of it's kind of hard to believe because – as athletes, like we put so much time and effort into what we do every single day. And like the amount of dedication that we put into our sport, like uh, only other athletes can like truly understand. And uh, athletes, the dimension of which like they put in the same effort and the same time, the same blood and sweat and tears that we put in. So to have people kind of make a decision based off of only like the financial impact, they didn't. I, I believe that they didn't put into consideration like the emotional impact that it would have on us. Like the, wrestling has been our life ever since we were little. So for them just to be like, oh yeah, like we could just get rid of wrestling. Like I don't think they fully understood what they were doing. I understand that like financially they might have had to do something, but I saw other programs like they were like making their coaches give um, like salary cuts and they were finding different ways to like budget their money so like for them to decide that they needed to get rid of wrestling kind of hurt and it was kind of like okay like like why wrestling like we're we're producing wins we're producing all americans we're out there doing all the right things and yet i think we were actually just um the 15th highest team for the gpa and the ncaa for wrestling Mm. so like we're doing all the right things and for them just to get up and throw away our program kind of hurt and it kind of rubbed us the wrong way this 30-ish man squad year in and year out made wrestling bigger than just what took place on the mat 
the community down there is such a strong community, like a strong wrestling community, that it just wouldn't make sense for them to cut that program. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was, and it wasn't like we didn't have fans, and it wasn't like we didn't, you know, have a lot of people show up and support us. You know, for obviously wrestling is not one of the bigger sports, but for for us, I, you know, I feel we did very well bringing in fans bringing in support groups, fundraisers, and different donors and whatnot. So it, it's just, and, you know, earlier when we were on, the, you know, talking about the Zoom call, but they, they weren't really giving us true reasons why. Like, they weren't saying, like, oh, we were losing this, like, the wrestling program was bringing down and taking away this much money away from the school. If they had, a, you know, hurt our feelings and say we were losing, you know, two, three million dollars a year, then so be it. They, they really never gave us a true reason other than the coronavirus. Like, everyone's dealing with the coronavirus right now. So why why, why is that going to be the leading factor for us not to have a wrestling program anymore? As part of the additional media section of runalongpodcast.com, I will be posting an interview about the ODU wrestling decision between athletic director Wood Selig and the website openmat.com a leading news and information outlet on American wrestling. They were the only members of the media given the opportunity to ask follow-up questions after the official announcement was made on April 2nd. In this written interview, Dr. Selig and Jason Bryant, an ODU alum and president of the National Wrestling Media Association, discuss the greater historical context of sports at the school and other important factors in why wrestling was chosen as the program to cut including Title IX compliance, and what Selig described as the, quote, conference and national landscape of the sport. But for now, back to the show. After the Zoom call, the team group chat provided a virtual space for mourning and solidarity. And so just, we were all just talking to each other, just telling everyone like how much we all just loved each other and how we're, we're going to be here for each other no matter what. And then just, it was always... You know, we, we're always just going to be a part of that team that, you know, finished up at Old Dominion. So it kind of, there's that, like, piece that, there's a piece of us that all kind of, you know, that will always, like, be with everybody. You know what I mean? For some, a kind of symbolic blood brother ritual also helped ease the pain of the wound. I know um, a couple of the guys, their first reactions were to all get tattoos. <laughs> so our group chat is actually called uh, uh, MGDB. And so a lot of them got their uh, that tattooed on them with like the little like monarch emblem. Um, but I mean, to be honest, I don't think we really like reached that point to where like we did all kind of like come together and like like kind of like soak over like what happened. We like that gr- our group chat's going off twenty times a day, so we're always like talking to to each other and everything but like with all of us being all over the country like we haven't had time to like give each other hugs and just Mm. talk about like our experiences and like reminisce on everything and just like see what the future has for everyone so like it kind of sucks that we were like separated in in a sense because i know especially these most recent weekends like all the guys are going down and cleaning out their lockers like everyone's doing that on their own like we don't get to like share that moment with each other and like like be there for each other like when like we're cleaning out the lockers for our last time so like it's definitely like heartbreaking to realize that like our like friends and our teammates are like going down to school in an empty locker room with some lockers like already cleaned out because we cleaned ours out when we were down there 
but they're in there doing it all by themselves, like not having anyone to do it with. So it's definitely heartbreaking. And I know we've talked about coming together as a team and renting out a house down at Virginia Beach over the summer, like when everything clears up. So hopefully, like, we'll be able to get our closure then, like when we all come together for the last time. But, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a wild experience. With their lockers all cleaned out and enough clothes brought back to last them in lockdown, Dean and Luke have finished up their junior year at home in New Jersey. Um, where are you guys at psychologically and, and emotionally? <laughs> a little bit drained. <laughs> <laughs> Why drained? Well, staying at home for them has meant a lot of fishing on their family boat. and but Other than that, we've definitely been doing a lot of yard work. A lot of yard work. <laughs> Yeah, our, our dad's put us to work. We've been doing a lot of yard work. But really, what's also pretty draining is the transfer portal process. Those athletes and programs schools got rid of were given the opportunity to leave and see out their careers at other institutions. It was kind of interesting because, like, how we put ourselves in the transfer portal, we were able to um, kind of go through, like, the recruiting process, like, twice. And it was it was kind of interesting because, like, now, like, we're older and we're, we're more mature, so, like, we knew exactly what we wanted and what we were looking for. What they're looking for is for a couple important boxes to be ticked. A potential new school would need to ideally transfer all of their academic credits. Dean and Luke aren't looking to spend longer in college than they really need to. An opportunity at another institution would also need to be, as they put it, financially responsible. Out of basic decency and maybe as a bit of a we're sorry for throwing your sport out of the window, consolation gift, ODU is honoring their scholarships as former student-athletes. And on top of all that, there are the emotional facets to consider, one of them being the potential split-up of the Drugak twins. Even though the process has been stressful, they have great people in their corner. We had a huge support system, no matter if it was our teachers, our guidance counselors, our coach, or like our high school coaches, or whoever it was. That helped us make the decision when we were seniors in high school. We were having the same phone calls and the same conversations with all those people now. So yes, technically at the time of this interview being recorded, this story could have been called Retirement by Pandemic to be decided. Having the choice to finish out elsewhere or stay, standing at this crossroads, has meant not yet having to fully embrace one reality just yet. Not wrestling hasn't really set in yet. Because um, I know, like, we overall, we still have to make the final decision. But if in the event that we do decide to stay at Old Dominion, I don't think that I would, I haven't, like, processed that my wrestling career is over yet. And, I mean, there very might well be some bright spots of having a senior year, not as a varsity student athlete. You know, we have, you know, asked that question, like, hey, you know, would it really be that bad if we just take a step back and, and enjoy it and and be a college student for once. Um, but, but having that competitive, you know, or competitive nature and competitive attitude, we, we'll probably have to try to find something to do. Um, I, I know we, we've talked about a couple of guys that already, already said that um, they have been staying or going to stay, that we would maybe open up or try to start up a club wrestling team. Right, right. Um, yeah, so so we, we, we have had that, that in talk. And, uh, you know, we, we played football in high school, so I was, you know, bouncing the idea around about maybe trying to trying to walk on the football team and see how that goes but uh it's, it's been a few years for me i always like for whatever reason i always wanted to be a team manager so i i said that like it, with wrestling there was like no time 
But now that, like, if we were to stay, I would be able to, like, maybe, like, reach out to a couple of the team coaches and see, like, if they if they have a spot open or if they need someone to, like, give the the team, like, water or help them with the travel gear and stuff. So I, I kind of always wanted to do that. So I think, like, if we were to stay, like, I would be really excited to, like, maybe get a shot at being a team manager. And then I also so I how I had a job on campus, it would probably, like, give me more time to focus on that and like really like build up my professional like career build up my resume and really like take this next year kind of as like a like a career prep where I'm making sure I'm doing all the right things it'll be a lot of like prepping for our future though it might be in a way they never could have imagined as the last to go through the ODU wrestling program this monarch team will go down in history the closeness of this group the way they think of each other as a family. It boggles the minds of Luke and Dean. I like I can't even explain that. You know, because we're in the room basically beating each other up. And then, you know, the next hour we're all out to like dinner with each other, like laughing about what happened earlier in the day. And you know, like we wake like we wake up and we're the first thing that everybody sees. You know, like at six o'clock in the morning, we go to live. We're all seeing each other all grumpy and like tired. And like everyone, like right before they, everyone has their coffee and we're there sweating and working out together. And then, you know, like we go on through the day, go to classes. And then, you know, we're in the restroom, like I said, beating up on each other. And then we're all like best friends while we're all doing it. So it's, it's just crazy to think that like we're all so close and we're like every second of the day we're with each other, just making like, like great bonds and stuff. And even though their time as student-athletes has potentially come to a close on a sour, shocking note with to-dos left uncrossed out, taking a big step back, beholding it all, they're pretty proud of what they've accomplished over these past 16 years. Um, I know for me, my wrestling career wasn't as perfect as I wanted it to be. You know, I think I had a little harder run in college than I did in high school, and so it kind of it kind of, like, made me, like, think that, like, maybe like, I could have, like, taken this last season to do more and, like, make it all worth it. But even if even if I do end up not wrestling, it's just everything I've done, I've just, I look back or I, I you know, seize the moment. I'm like, wow, like, I'm really here. I'm really doing, like, what I wanted to. I'm really here with all my best friends wrestling on the mat. I'm, like, you know, living life the way I want to live it, and it's just, it's just such a great feeling to like know that like, you know, I'm making everybody proud and I'm doing all the right things. And it's just at the end of the day, like it sucks that it had to come to an end, but I also like, am like content with knowing that like I did everything I said I was going to do. You know, I'm, we're actually, we're in Dean's room right now and I'm looking around and I see like all the little mm-hmm. trophies and medals that, you know, we have accumulated through the years. And it's just, not as many in Luke room. Yeah, that, <laughs> he, he might have racked up a few more in, in high school and little leagues than I, than I had. But, you know, it's something that, you know, in the four years of college just didn't come from four years. It, it was, you know, all, all the hard work that we've put in since we were young. Just a few days after our phone call, Dean and Luke made the decision to stay at Old Dominion for their senior year. Thank you to Dean and Luke for coming onto the podcast, and thank you for listening. To read more about the ODU wrestling decision and to learn more about the Save Our Sport initiative, check out runalongpodcast.com additional media. Hope to see you next time.